Hello, people of the internet. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin Cady, and welcome to another episode of Odyssey of the Oberon, our weekly D&D 5E swashbuckler and sorcery podcast. With me is a couple members of the crew of the Oberon. Say hi, guys. Hi. Goodbye. <laughs> Fucking... All right, then. God damn it, Mary. Um... <laughs> I guess we'll do you our expect that for me at this point. I should have. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah. Goodbye, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I know it was a very short episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but don't forget to subscribe to uh, Kevin's YouTube channel and uh, buy our merch. All right. I don't go. have a YouTube. And we also don't have. We should get merch. Uh, do you want to make? Do you want to pay for it? Do you want to make it? We'll get them a toothpick. To be fair, the only thing that we actually have that would even remotely be merch is the boot and fruit thing. The boot and fruit thing. Oh, I kind yeah. of forgot like about super that. early on. I forgot about that. You know what? Our merch is oranges because of the theme now. Oh, yeah. Dragonborns and oranges. I forgot about that too. <laughs> yeah. Dragonborn oranges. That's our merch. Oh my god. Can we go back to actually Yeah, let's get doing let's get no. things. Who no, who are you people? Okay. Who are you people? Um oh no, who am I? Oh yeah, I'm uh Gerald uh, the uh, the uh barbarian. Okay, no, okay, fine. Um, you stuck here for that long and that's what you came up with? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Hi guys, I'm Mitchell. I play as Ecton, the Red Dragonborn Swashbuck and Really happy to be back here after so long. And I'm Mary. Uh, I play Belle, the cool dwarf bard, and I'm also happy. Awesome. And I am happy to be back, too. It's been a bit, and I'm excited to get back in this. So, without further ado, let's dive on in. You will regret that sooner than later, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so... Last time we left off with you guys, uh, Joseph made a discovery of a certain bird-shaped rock that turned out to be a message. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> that turned out to be a messaging rock between uh, his, uh, between that rock itself and Captain Velric of the Elven Guard, who once imprisoned you and some of the other crew. Oh, for the love of... He offered uh, Joseph a deal to, you know, basically uh, get Opal's journal in exchange for letting you all go. Joseph was not having it. Basically told him to fuck off. And he immediately, he immediately alerted you guys about, like, what the heck happened. Uh, Opal fearing a little bit of the worst, uh, has set up night watches, and that's what you guys have been kind of doing for this past, for a week. Uh, Mitchell borrowed the bird-shaped rock and talked to, uh, Velric briefly, uh, trying to get him to change his mind, I guess? I'm not sure, but... Yeah. Uh, after that conversation, you encountered... Uh, what looked like to be a man standing on water, only to find out it was a sunken vessel, uh, or a submersible, as you soon, soon later found out. Uh, this 
submarine was badly damaged and the crew there was asking for your help in repairing it, which you and Joseph succeeded in doing. Uh, as a semblance of gratitude, the captain of the ship invited you for dinner, uh, and that's kind of where we left off. Uh, so, you guys have some time to prepare. Uh, he lets you, uh, the captain here, lets you go up to the top and go back to your ship to, you know, get ready, and then... Yeah, I'm actually gonna rest for a little bit, because I know I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, you guys were, um, you and Joseph were quite busy, to say the least, uh, trying to repair uh, the hull and the engine itself and a whole bunch of other things, but you successfully did it. Uh, Belle, though, who's on the ship, I'm sure has some questions as soon as you get back on. Uh, oh, many questions. Many questions. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to pick up there, or... Shall I just... Yeah, sure. Okay. So, Joseph and Captain, uh, and Ordal, because Ordal came along with you, make their way through on the dinghy to back to the Oberyn, which isn't too far away, because you guys... Uh, Joseph went and called for the ship to come closer so they can lend materials, so you're relatively close. It's not super right. long. You guys get back on the deck of the ship, and uh, standing pretty much there, like you know, close by to where you pull up the boat, the little dinghy, you see Belle, and uh, she looks, like, confused, and uh, yeah, we'll just, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I get back on the, the ship, basically stumble my way up there. Yep. Um, and, and you are soaking, yeah, yeah both Joseph and uh, Captain are soaking wet. And exhausted, oh. pretty much. What the hell have you been doing? <sighs> Busy. That was not an answer. Well, that's what you're gonna get. I'm going to bed. What? Uh, Joseph will say what? There was a There was a weird Guy down there who made A submarine thing I guess Uh he He looked like he looked tired And Sick but once we got The like once we fixed his ship He looked better I, I have no idea my guy I need a drink. And he, he goes down and gets a, gets a glass of wine from your previous drink wave. Drink responsibly. I will, I will. Well, yeah, Joseph then goes down and Ordal's like, uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him too, make sure he doesn't get too carried away. Oh god, please. We can't have that again. No. Oh, and by the way, uh, as I'm trying to walk to my bedroom, I actually uh, I trip over the first step and I just fall asleep uh, on the stairs. Okay. <laughs> uh... Uh, Ordal kind of like steps over you, looks back and says, I guess I'll take him to bed first. Picks <laughs> you up. Do you want some help? No, I got this. <laughs> he picks he catches up back. and takes him to his room to sleep. Oh, damn. Alright. Uh, Belle, is there anything you want to do in this meantime? Or... Fuck, man. 
Do you want? <laughs> Captain said four words to me and then fell down the stairs. Yep. <laughs> yep. Goddamn. Oh. Joseph I... said like a few more words to me and then went to go drink. Yeah. And all I know is that there's a vague. I have a vague recollection about something submarine. <laughs> Do I... I have that all correct? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Uh, the captain of the submarine. Uh, wants to show his appreciation by inviting us to a dinner. Uh, so I guess that's a thing uh, we gotta tell Opal here still, but uh, he seems nice enough. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with him. Bit odd, but eh, I guess we all are. He takes a look around the crew. Uh, so, uh, uh, do you want to come with me to, uh... You take him. To oh, I was gonna captain. say that... Uh, you take him to bed, I'll go talk to him, and then you meet me back up there. Okay, so... Sound good? Sounds good. Uh, neat. Ordal will carry Captain to bed. Lessons about being fancy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so you make your way uh, to Opal's quarters. Well, actually, she isn't in her quarters. Uh, she's probably on the quarter deck, um, trying to you know coordinate with the some of the other people who were on the submarine, taking what supplies they need, and basically kind of being like. Managing things on the over. Uh, you walk up to her and you can see like she's in the middle of like no, you, you, this is as much as we can spare. Sorry, um, our, we ourselves are running on supplies. We're trying to get to the next town. <laughs> and you approach her and she's like, "Okay, I gotta deal with this. Um, please just take this back to your ship." And uh, thank you. Uh, she turns to you and says, "Well." Uh, What's going on? The Captain Ordal and Joseph make it back yet? Yes. So, as far as I can tell, because I was given minimal information, and, um, Captain fell down the stairs, uh, basically, if I helped the Captain of the submarine fix his ship, then they were all very exhausted, and they got back to our ship, spoke barely two sentences to me before Captain went to go back to his room, fell down the stairs, and asleep at the same time. Joseph went down to drink, and Orgal is getting Captain back in his room. Uh, since they helped him fix the ship, he offered uh, to have them for dinner. Huh. Dinner. But she kind of turns to look at everything. I don't uh, see why not. Uh, can we trust him? Did, uh, did uh, Captain or Joseph get anything out of him? Or he was a good egg or anything like that? Uh, I barely got more than two words from them. 
So, that I'm not sure about, but Ordal said he'd be up in a minute to talk to you about it. Yeah. Alright, uh, it's about this time, too, that Ordal comes up <laughs> and says, uh... Alright. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I put Captain in his quarters, and he's knocked out like a light, but... He's fine. Uh, Joseph, uh... He took a glass of wine to his room, so, um... I imagine... He won't be too long for the sack as well, but, uh, can I help with anything? And, uh, Opal says, yes, uh, about this invitation from this undersea captain, I guess? Is it, uh, legit? She questions, and he's up. As far as, as near as I can tell, yes, uh, he was, a uh, he, he appeared to be a good fellow. He was obviously in danger and he could have kidnapped us or held us prisoner, I think, at any time, but what he said was true and we helped him out, so I think he wants to repay us the best he can. And Uncle's like, alright. Uh, what say you guys? Are, do you guys feel up for a dinner on this submarine here, or should we? Politely decline. I think if the, you vouch for him, I think it's okay to trust it. Or else I, I have no problem with it. Uh, Nephis, who kind of quietly joins and says, uh, Sounds good to me. I could, uh, use a break mm -hmm. from, uh, Bell's cooking. I think he gives a jab at you. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I will you throw you... Uh, my mistake. Uh, you don't do the cooking. Uh, that's, uh... What's her name? Chance. Chance is doing the cooking now. Yeah. I will throw you. <laughs> yes. I think it might be nice. Um... Opal says, alright, yeah, sounds good. Uh, Ordal pipes and says, you know, I think this might be a good opportunity here to, to practice uh, blending in at uh, these sort of functions. Uh, Captain appeared to be a man of notable reputation, so perhaps Captain could practice uh, before... With the other Captain? <laughs> before we reach a whirlwind. There's so many captains now. Uh, there is. It's almost like there's like a world full of like, ships and pirates. I, I don't know. Alright. <laughs> I thought this was a Pinocchio fantasy setting. I'm going to start a. F <laughs> and it's gonna be in real life. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh. About an hour passes. Uh, Captain, do you wake up at this point, or are you still just gonna be out? Uh, how many, uh, let's see, if I'm suffering from exhaustion, how long do you need to sleep? Is it like a short rest, I think it was? Uh, oh, we, oh yeah, that's right, you, you did get a level of exhaustion, I remember. Um, I did. It is a long rest, it is a long rest. Yeah, I'm doing a long rest then. You're gonna miss dinner then. <laughs> Oh, 
gotcha. Alright. Take yeah. it like a man. It is. Alright, so I guess how long am I sleeping then? Uh, you sleep for about an hour. An hour? Yeah. Basically, what uh, level, like, what? You have one level of exhaustion. So, what that means is you have disadvantage on skill checks. So, like, it's not that bad. It could be a lot worse. If you get any more levels of exhaustion, then that's when shit gets bad. Like, once you reach, I All think right. it's like. In game, I think once you reach, like, five levels of exhaustion, you just die. Oh. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Alright, yeah. Yeah, alright, then I wake up. Uh, alright. Well, I guess someone has to wake me up after an hour, then. Yeah, that's fine. I can. I, I just wanted to make sure, like, did you wake up naturally, or is somebody gonna get your ass? Uh, someone gets my ass at that point. Alright, uh... Or it all uh, Do you want me to get Captain, or... Would you like to rouse him out of bed? Who was he referring to? Uh, Bell. Uh, he, he's talking to you, Bell. I could, but I probably shouldn't, for his sake more than my own. Fair enough, I guess I'll get him then. And uh, Ordal marches down, opens the door. <laughs> Captain, uh, you wake up with a literal jolt as Ordal kind of lit like he just throws you out of bed, pretty much. Well, <laughs> like he. He takes, uh, I, I'm not sure, like, do you, do you, does Captain have a hammock, or, like, uh, a uh, mattress kind of thing? What's, what, what's the deal with Captain? I always thought it was a mattress. Uh, yeah, he just, he just flips yeah, like the mattress over onto the floor. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Get up, uh, it's time for dinner. Uh, I don't want to go back to school. I already dropped out. <laughs> just, Captain, gets get the... Get dressed, goddammit. We gotta show our appreciation, and you need practice. What? Uh, in this state? We'll be fine. After dinner, you can... Go back to bed. Oh my I'm gonna say that I went just to watch. <laughs> yeah, sure, you, you can go to watch this. It's very um, entertaining. And I'm just gonna be like, well, if you can do it tired, then you can do it... Uh, normally. I can't do it normally. What are you talking about? That's why you practice! Oh, for fuck's sake. Alright. It's either that or you miss dinner. It's your choice. Mm. Alright. Alright, give me a Alright, So you guys get dressed. And. I imagine uh, about an hour later. Once you get dressed and on the dinghy and then sail back over to the submarine, that's still there. Uh, you're welcomed by three men, uh, kind of dressed in these classic, uh, 40s style naval uniform that has, like, the whites and the, um, handkerchief kind of thing. You, you get what I'm saying. You get the picture. Yeah. And, uh, they are, these are humans, and standing kind of beneath them, but you can tell more... Who shows more reverence is the captain of the submarine. This is your first time meeting him, Bell. Uh, so you see this dwarven man who appears 
kind of youthful in his step, despite uh, the gray streaks of hair that make up part of his long, dark hair, and his thick, bushy beard. Uh, his brown eyes sparkle intelligently as he eyes everyone coming aboard, and kind of with a hint of curiosity, because uh, I mean, seeing a crew as uh, varied as your own is quite a sight to some people. Uh, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, but he sees a fellow... I say, as a person from this crew, I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, that sounds right. He sees a couple dwarves, and he immediately kind of gravitates toward you and Opal, shakes your hands, and says, ah, nice to meet some of my fellow countrymen here. Uh, and you can see uh, he is kind of dressed in a blue, dark blue coat, uh, and he has this circlet with blue gems inlaid into it, this silver circlet with blue gems inlaid to it on his head. Uh, yeah, and he kind of wears his hair in like a uh, ponytail currently. Uh, but he, Yay. yep, he uh, welcomes you all aboard and says, uh, please, <laughs> it's okay, uh, please join me down. Uh, this, I don't think, I really introduced my ship here after chaos, and I apologize for that, but as your friends here saw, I was not quite myself at the time, but this, I'd like to welcome you to the Namazir, and he motions you down into the porthole, uh, to which you go down into the submarine, uh, kind of Nephis and Ordal take the lead and go down first, uh, Joseph, I imagine not too far along behind. Captain, I assume you go down next. Yeah, I go up. Go right. And, uh, probably Bell and Opal and Chance and, uh, Marlo. Followed by yeah. his crew. And you all are met, uh, inside the submarine, which, uh, has been cleaned up a little bit, uh, since your absence, Captain. The electric lights have now been all fixed, and the hallway has been cleaned, and water has been pumped out. Uh, it doesn't look as chaotic, but you can still uh, see that they're working to get the ship in better condition. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, do do the uh, captain here says, uh, "Well, for those of you who..." Um, haven't met me before. Uh, let me I, let me introduce myself. I'm sorry. I'm a bit uh, scattered brain from everything that happened. But uh, my name is Vern Von Dahl. It's a pleasure to meet you all. And uh, this is my ship. Like I said, the Namazir. And uh, dinner is ready. So if you'll follow me, I will lead you to our table. And uh, he begins to walk down the hall. Um, and you, as you pass, like, you see all these fancy electric lights, um, which for most, like, uh, to remind you guys, electric lighting is, like, I don't think any of you have really seen it. If anything, it is, like, extremely rare and only reserved for, like, the highest, um, nobility of, uh, this world. So what I'd like to see... Uh, lights that are, you know, 
created by magic or fire yeah, is something. Mm -hmm. uh, do you guys want to say or do anything during this walk? Uh, any questions for Vern or just gonna go with it. Uh, I'm gonna whisper. Yeah, I'm just go gonna ahead. whisper to Captain B like, okay, don't screw this up. <laughs> don't screw this up. Uh, uh, but I don't have to screw anything. Everything that seems to be nice and neat. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna kill you. I'm going to kill you, Mitchell. I'm going to kill you, Mitchell. I fucking hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Alright, what about you? What about you, Captain? Do you have any questions for uh, Vern here, or you good? Um, I guess I do actually have questions about the steam engine, definitely. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, uh, you can talk to him about it. Uh, sir, I actually I wanted to ask you a question really quick. It's about your engine. Oh, um, of course. In fact. Yes, my uh, the engine. Yes, uh, fascinated with it, are you? I appreciate your help in repairing it. Uh, I actually made a makeshift one of my own. I didn't even know the, those existed. Ah, uh, not many people do. Uh, I'm afraid that I had to come up... I had to stumble my way through this on my own when I first uh, invented her myself, but she's a beauty, ain't she? Yeah, it is. I really admire the machinery. Uh, how did you make something that, of this size, of this capacity? I mean, I know ours, it required a little bit of the steam to blow on the mass, but we also tried making a makeshift of propeller at some point, just in case the mass uh, didn't work. But this is something huge. Like, how did you even manage this? I can explain to you uh, during dinner here, but I can assure you it was no easy feat. I spent... Oh, a good 30 years working on it, uh, but stories for dinner. And uh, with that, he leads you into this very fanciful dining hall, uh, a long table, not super long, but it's uh, it's enough to sit all of you comfortably, uh, himself at the head, uh, and I assume you sit next to him, Captain? Uh, yeah, sure. Alright, and uh, Bell? Anywhere in particular you want to sit, kind of uh, just with fairly close to Captain, just in case. <laughs> so kind of like sitting next to Captain or across from him. Yes. Yes to what? <laughs> yes to next to. Right. Sorry, my brain went. Yes, that was that's, yes. Yeah, that's okay. All right, so you sit next to uh, Captain Joseph. Will uh, sit next to you as well. Ordal will go across, uh, sitting on the other side of Captain, and everybody else takes their places. Uh, Yay, friendship. Friendship, making new friends. Uh, so yes, it isn't long uh, before uh, a couple of the crew of the Nemazir uh, brings out this delicious spread of lobster, shrimp, uh, sea uh, what looks like to be seaweed, but tossed in a salad, and, uh, I have stuff, where's the other stuff here? I have more stuff. Where is it? Oh, yeah, uh, turtle soup, rum, 
various other shellfish. Um, yeah, and like I said, kelp salad. Um, so, you know, each thing is kind of laid out before you, and the food is being passed around. Uh, Vern says, so, uh, I guess all of you are wondering how I built this here ship, and he nods to Captain, and by extension, uh, it's wonderful steam engine. Yes, actually. Well, you see, about 70 years ago, maybe? It's been a while. Uh, I found this wreckage off the uh, coast of Norill. Uh, I was there, stationed, uh, part of my family, and uh, lost track of my platoon, but came upon this wreckage here, and he kind of motions toward the ship that you find yourselves in. Uh, I was always fascinated with mechanics and putting stuff together, so I did what I could and reconstructed the ship to the best of my abilities. Uh, made some interesting discoveries. And he uh, kind of like points to his little circlet and says, uh, See, I found out in order to power this ship that I discovered, you had to use... Uh, magic of sorts. So I fashioned a circlet, inlaid it with some uh, enchanted gems to absorb some of my arcane abilities to make the ship move. Now, this of course solved the problem of propulsion, but uh, if I were to truly make the ship a wonder, I had to power other systems, which is how I stumbled across uh, the idea of a steam engine, and I, I experimented a lot, he says. Uh, I've tried many things, I've tried uh, dragon fire, uh, coal, I, I've done all I could, but uh, it wasn't until I made uh, discovery deep, like, in the sands underneath this wreckage of a powerful rod that was volcanic to the touch. Well, uh, I simply inserted this rod in to uh, heat up the water, which I don't need to tell you provides the steam to power most of the other systems here on the ship. Uh, and that, that's basically how I built this. Um, I can answer any further questions you may have, but uh, that's kind of the general laydown of uh, all this. Um, there is one question I actually did have. Do yeah. you think maybe you could help us out uh, with uh, our steam engine? You see, I've actually been working on it uh, for a long time, trying to make sure and see how I can uh, perfect it. It's not anything too elaborate. It's kind of, you can definitely tell we made it out of desperation when we were in a storm. But I was just wondering, do you think maybe you could uh, give us some tips or provide us with any supplies that we might need in order to make it 
uh, into something that we can actually use. He gives a chuckle. <laughs> well, I'm not one to give out my secrets, but considering how you've saved my ship and my crew's lives here, myself included, I don't see uh, why I can help out a little bit with that in that department. Uh, after dinner, why don't you join me in my study and I can uh, give you a lending, give you a hand. Absolutely, thank you. No problem. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's good to be, have the ship running. Uh, I'm, I doubt you guys have encountered many undersea explorers, such as myself. None. None? <laughs> yes. Well, I have. Yes, uh... Yes, this is a this is a one of a kind ship, as I'm sure you can tell. But yeah, it it's a beauty. Uh, I, I I couldn't imagine parting with this. And uh, I'm I'm not sure if you guys like have any more further questions you want to ask him, or continue going through, because he'll just tell like a whole bunch of stories about some of the adventures he's been on with the ship and uh, some of the scuffles he's gotten himself into, so unless you guys want to talk to him directly about anything. I don't think so. Alright. Uh, it's about like in, in, toward the middle of the dinner here, though. One story does catch your attention, Bell. Uh, he makes oh, mention... <laughs> he just makes mention of... Oh, boy! Uh, <laughs> last time I was... In this area, I swear it's cursed. I ran into a skiff full of refugees. A handful of humans and other races. Uh, they told me that they were once elven prisoners. You see him shake his head in disgust. Uh, I offer them a ride. Uh, I couldn't leave them stranded out there. But uh, I let them to about a couple miles off the coast of uh, Volwind. Uh, escorted them to their dinghy where they rode all the way back there. Um, yeah, this, this part of the sea, I swear, is cursed. Too many bad things happen here, I think. to develop a lot of uh, recipes for seafood. Uh, I try to avoid uh, setting foot on land if I can. But the sea provides plenty uh, of her bounty to me. Uh, I've had to be innovative, but I've made it work. Alright, Captain Nemo. Out of character, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, now you know where I got this inspiration from. Oh, I absolutely know. Like, 
like this. The dinner part was like, okay, this is on the nose. <laughs> I can't, you anyway. can't get any more Captain Nemo than this. You really can't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after dinner, and after a whole bunch more stories, uh, Vern will stand up and say, well, I hope you all enjoyed the meal, and I once more thank you for your hospitality and your help with fixing my ship here. Uh, he kind of uh, motions toward you. Uh, I believe, if you would like, I can show you how I built my wonderful steam engine here. Yes, uh, yes, please. Great, uh, just follow me. And he kind of stands up and uh, walks out the room. I assume with you in tow? Yep, uh, I will be getting up. And uh, actually, yeah, before I go, I just uh, really quickly whisper over to Bell. So, how did I do with the thing? Very well. Yes! You actually did do very well, too. You actually did do very well, though, too. You are, uh, after like all the training that you've gone through, you've done. You, you figured out which was the salad fork, which was, you know, soup, all that stuff. You have pretty much nailed down the whole, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Dinner etiquette? Uh, yeah, dinner etiquette, thank you. Um, Bell, uh, do you, are you going to join Captain and, uh, Vern to the study, or are you just gonna explore the ship? Yep. No, I'm going to. All right, fair enough. Uh, you, he, 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 what? He did extend the invitation to all, but um, obviously, uh, Opal says, "Well, I think it's uh, this is a wonderful meal. I think uh, we're gonna get ready to set off, though. Uh, we only have so much time before we gotta get to Volt." And the rest of the crew get up to leave. You and Captain uh, are in tow of. Vern, as he leads you into his study, which isn't too far off uh, from the dinner hall, uh, the dining hall, but he, uh, you are led into yeah. a relatively smaller room, uh, it still has a lot of, it has a whole floor-to-wall bookshelf full of uh, a variety of tomes related to sea, uh, navigation, all sorts of subjects. Uh, engineering, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, in around the room, you also see like display cases. Uh, sorry, trying to. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of uh, deep sea relics that he, you he's found over the years, like a chunk of coral, bleached white uh, that resembles a human head for some reason. Uh, oh, that's horrifying. Oh. Yep. Uh, you also see a tank uh, of small yellow eel-like fishes that kind of swim about. Um, and, uh, yeah. He, uh, there's, just, there's a couple armchairs. Uh, he pulls up and uh, sits uh, after combing through some of the books on his shelf. He picks one out and uh, sits down in one of them, and he motions for you two to join him in the other chairs. Alright. 
I assume you do so. <laughs> I, I join them, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so you guys sit down, and these are very comfy chairs. Uh, you kind of feel yourself sink into them, and it's very relaxing. Uh, he pulls out, he takes, he hands you this book, Captain. And this is a very rough, leather-worn, journal-looking kind of book. Uh, you can see it has ink stains, and it's been beaten up to hell. Uh, there, some of the pages are wet, uh, or at least at one point in time were wet, and they have since dried, so they've kind of like cracked and yellowed a bit. Uh, but he hands you this and says, This uh, was all that I could find in uh, all my notes and everything on my steam engine. Uh, some complicated procedures, but I think that book could help you improve your own. Wait, uh, so you're just gonna give it to me? Yes, I I owe you uh, for my ship, my crew, my own life. Uh, you seem passionate about uh, this sort of mechanical tinkering, which I do appreciate. It's, uh, not many like-minded people. I fear, uh, but you managed to figure out your own steam engine, rudimentary, uh, of course, but I think you should be yes. at least, uh, this should help, I think. Perhaps yes. it can shave, save your you. ship one day. I, I look forward to it. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, I've lived a long life looking, uh, studying a range of topics, he says, motioning toward the library about him. Of course, Kevin's, uh, heaven. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. Uh, is there any other things I could help you with? Um, uh, I know the book is a lot that we're supposed to head back up. Captain definitely needs us, but... Of course, um, I understand as captain myself. But. Right, but, um, will you guys actually be okay uh, from here? Yes, yes, after, um... Since, uh, you helped breach, uh, patch up the holes here, uh, my crew can handle the rest. Uh, greatly appreciate your help. I... Some of my crew told me about what you did. Uh with your, he, mo he motions toward your, um, I'm trying to think of it, give me a minute, your gun, your uh, flintlock pistol, the one where you have the, uh, oh, yeah. gem attached to it, Yeah. he motions toward that, some of my crew mentioned, uh, what they saw you do with that thing, quite impressive, do you mind if I take a look? Uh... Yeah, sure. So I uh, take out the blunderbuss off my uh, back, and I show him uh, what it looks like. And although uh, you know the blunderbusses usually have like the trumpet type of look at the end, mine's actually been kind of smoothed out to look more like an actual shotgun kind of. And I just uh, show him uh, like the inside of the barrel, which leads to it. You can tell I, I've dealt with firearms, and it has uh, the jewel at the end. Yeah. 
And he kind of, he takes a look at it, he studies the jewel closely, and he, he kind of grasps it. Shakes it, like, because you felt the jewel to itself. It is very warm to the touch. Uh, not, like, uncomfortably hot, but, like, uh, like your hand is hovering over a campfire. Um, so yeah. it has, like, this heat rating on top of it, and he, like, kind of looks inside and, hmm, this is impressive. Where did you find this? Uh, I found this out of while I was adventuring over by Rosewater. Hmm, fascinating. This... Do not go to the place where <laughs> we found this. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend going to Rosewater for a while. I'd, I'd rather not myself. Uh, too many, uh, unsavory folks for my taste. Uh, me, I prefer the open waters of the sea here. Fair but, enough. Yes, this is this is very similar to uh, the rod that I mentioned that uh, powers the steam engine here. So, you think uh, something like this could actually be used for that? I think, I think. Uh, like I explained, uh, the hot, well, unfortunately I don't think it is quite uh, hot enough to power your current steam engine, I think. Do you think it could be amplified, though? Perhaps, with time. Uh, maybe some fuel, I don't know. This is, uh... I'm not sure how you would fuel this thing, but... Every fire needs to burn something, so... Perhaps that is something you can figure okay. out, but... It seems similar enough. And I must say, this is some impressive uh, craftsmanship here that you did with uh, attaching this to your underbus. I'm most impressed. I'm kind of a firearm expert. Thank you. I might have to uh, take notes on what uh, and make something of my own similar. By all means. Yeah, he nods appreciatively. You see him pull out like a little notebook and like kind of like do a rudimentary sketch of your um, blunderbuss. Uh, yeah, I kind of hold it up uh, for him. You know, just kind of keep it steady so he can take a look at and you know sketch everything. Yeah, and he he makes technical notes too. Like, oh yes, uh, oh very smart with how you uh, proficient. Uh, profi you know. He just makes notes on like you know he compliments you on your work in integrating the. Um, Phoenix gem into your blunderbuss. Uh, what about you, Bell? Is there anything you are doing during this time, or any questions you want to ask Vern here? I mean, I'm obviously not going to interrupt when they're talking guns, because I don't know shit about guns. Neither do but... I, but... <laughs> I'm the only one here who does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to ask about um, the thing during dinner. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Where I just kind of went... Oh, shit. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm sure, like, uh, while he's sketching stuff out, you can interject uh, and ask him any questions you want. So, obviously, have traveled a lot. Oh, yes, I've uh, sailed from here to the Dwarven Archipelagos dozens of times, at least. Are you from, uh, are you so from the I... archipelagos? Kind of. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Technically, no, So I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm I don't just... know. I don't know. It's okay. You don't know the world as well as I do. I mean, do. technically... Uh, you technically... At you are, some point, yes. Well, technically, you are a part of the empire of the Dwarven Archipelagos, but you grew up on the colonies of... Uh, uh, what was the name of the continent? You just you grew up in the colonies. Like, technically, because of my background, yes, but, like, I didn't actually grow up there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make that obvious. Yeah. No, of course. I just wanted to clarify because I know, like, I I know yeah. you don't know the world map all that Map's well. Map's not hard. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, but he's uh, he's uh, yes, uh, the colonies, and you can't. He has like this disdainful look, but he doesn't say anything. I'm just gonna ignore that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh. So, we, a little while ago, happened upon a ghost ship. Really? You, you see him perk up at this? Really? And he, yeah. he kind of like, you, you take his attention away from the blunderbuss, and he, you can see he's intently listening. And, uh... So... The easiest way to explain this is, apparently, my family was on that ship, but only my father didn't make it. My mother and my apparent uh, brother had apparently escaped, and you piqued my interest when you said you had picked up uh, some survivors and refugees. I see. Uh, I'm sorry to hear about your father. I know how hard it can be to lose family. But, uh, if it brings you any comfort, I do vaguely recall uh, a dwarf uh, being among the people I rescued uh, that time. Uh, she wasn't uh, conscious, unfortunately, during her stay here. Um, there was, uh, she was suffering from the sun and everything, being out on the sea for days uh, until I picked her up. But, uh, there, I was assured by the uh, people of the dinghy that they would take her to Volwind and see that she gets the proper care. That's good as late as I have as any. Did you have any questions about the ghost ship? Because I noticed you were intrigued about it. Yes, yes, please. Uh, tell me about it. I have not encountered a ghost ship, though I imagine it's quite hard for ghost ships to appear under the water as opposed to above, perhaps. I don't know, but please, uh, your story, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. So... Yeah, and can, I'm gonna do yeah, we can just say help <laughs> as needed to fill in stuff, obviously. Yeah, we can yeah. just say you guys tell him the ghost ship story. Um, do you guys tell him, like, your whole story or just the ghost ship? Uh, just the ghost ship and, like, anything that's important about, like, my family. 
Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah, so you guys dive into that, and he uh, nods. Yes, very fascinating. And you can see him thoroughly listening. Um, and once the story is done, he says, "Well, I am much uh, sympathetic for your loss, but hopefully, you can find your mother and your brother." I'm sure that. Uh, That's what I'm hoping for. I'm sure they would love to see you again. And uh, with that, he kind of like uh, goes back to sketching more of the blunderbuss. Um, did you guys have any more questions, or are you all set? Uh, anything else you want to talk to Vern about? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, you guys have been, like, talking for about an hour or so, but... Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, we need to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he generously lets you leave and uh, thanks you once more for the help, and as you leave uh, the Namazir, he shakes your hand and says, well, I hope our paths cross again, but perhaps under better circumstances than when we first met. Gives us... Agreed. Or not. And, uh... He escorts you out and back to your own ship. And as you board your own vessel, you see the Namazir slowly sink beneath the waves to disappear out of sight. The rest of the crew kind of stands looking onward, curious and just very taken in awe by the eccentric submarine man and his crew. Uh, yeah, he, um, they, they... Actually, when I get on the, the ship, I just ask Opal, do you think we can make our ship do that? <laughs> Opal gives a laugh. Uh, I don't think we... I don't think we can, uh, Captain, but... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he did uh, give me something that would be pretty useful, and I show her... Yeah, she gives like a brief look at it. Uh, and she's, I don't have a mind for this stuff, but maybe. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know if it's gonna work with our current ship. You could at least in terms of the underwater stuff, not the steam. Yeah. Part. Yeah, you guys do uh, encounter the problem of having an open deck, kind of, for the ship. Well, time to build up. Well, time to build something that, that covers the ship. Uh, there's like magic spheres you can use, and there, there's ways around it, but... Oh, yeah. Captain. Yeah. There's ways. There's Captain. ways. It could be done. Um, I don't want to rule it out. But, don't uh, encourage him too much. Yeah, it's D&D. No. Anything's possible. Well, not anything. Encouraging you is dangerous. You can you can kill God if you wanted to in this game. Which one? Uh, the cabin one. Wow. <laughs> the one who's literally controlling everything. So the weirdest thing, I think I see a whale heading <laughs> straight for Captain. No, 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 that's fine. Um, so, um, uh, Captain, I assume you go downstairs for a much needed rest. Yeah. 
and I actually um, um, I, I just uh, tell uh, Ordal. Alright, I'm going to bed. Ordal, if you wake me up, I swear to God. Alright. No promises, Captain, but uh, I think you're going to uh, sleep tight. I think I might hit the hay myself, and uh, most of the crew uh, goes down under the ship to take a well-deserved nap. Yep. Um, Bell. Yep. Uh, Bell. Uh, Opal <laughs> does ask you. Uh, do you mind uh, keeping watch while the rest of us get the day in case any more eventful things happen? Of course. Thank you. And uh, so you stay up, um, keeping watch over the ship. Uh, are you going to do anything during that time, or are you pretty much good? I'm good. I think I think we've had enough excitement. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, so your kind of watch passes by with no problem, and crew wakes up. Uh, Mitch, your levels of exhaustion are gone. Yay! All right. Yay! And you uh, wake up to another day. Uh, pretty much uh, nothing eventful happens for another week or so. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys want to do anything during that week uh, that you want to roleplay out or talk to me about. Mm. Just kind of business as usual. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Business as usual. Uh, no more captain lessons? You think captain's all good? <laughs> I think he's got it. Can we wait? I just I just realized something. Can we have a teeny tiny like fake little graduation ceremony for Captain? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I just thought about that because you're like, I think we're done, and I'm like, yes, we are done. Actually, hang on. This has potential. All right. Does Bell want to organize this thing? Oh yes. Yes, I do. Am I aware of? No. No. Okay. Complete Not even remotely. Okay. Alright, so... Which I say is probably going to be incredibly difficult considering we all live together. Yeah. But who are you going to talk to about these secret plans? Uh... Ornal, Joseph, and Opal because I need permission. <laughs> <laughs> you just do this without Opal's permission? What the heck's going on here? No, I should... <laughs> God, you should call uh, the uh, Joseph is finally sober graduation party. That that also technically. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, poor Joseph. Uh, we always burn Matt the worst. <laughs> I know. Even when he's not here to defend himself. To be fair, the last one, his last character drank water at a bar, and this one is drunk. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. This is what he gets. Love you, Matt. <laughs> we do love you, Matt, very much. Oh, Alright. So you guys, so Mary Even plans... Even if we are, act like asshole. <laughs> uh, Belle plans out this great uh, graduation party for Captain Opal. Is, well, is approves of it, and Ordal and Joseph help you out. Uh, you guys get like, chairs set up on the deck of the ship, and you send Captain to do some uh, counting of supplies 
below deck for the, most of the day. Uh, do you want? Do you have like? Do you want to describe what you kind of do, or do you want me to come up with that? Um. So I was thinking, just like, I bring up like some barrels or chairs or whatever. Um. For whoever wants to like sit. Uh. And then, like, I I have this like little piece of paper that like I screw like this stupid little like graduation note. That, that's pretty much it, I take it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, that and, like, food, I guess, like, we'll, we'll make it, like, a teeny tiny party. <laughs> yeah, um, and Chance cooks up a nice little meal. Uh, Captain, you are brought up uh, from the deck by Joseph, and uh, you kind of see Joseph has, like, this little uh, pep in his step and uh, kind of giggling a little bit as he brings you up. Joseph, are you, hey, why are you sober? That's not normal. <laughs> I'm sober because I don't have to deal with you and your damn lessons anymore. Uh, what do you mean? You'll see. And he uh, leads you up to the top of the deck where you see the small graduation party. And, uh, Belle, uh, what, what instrument do you have out of curiosity? Um... Did we say it was like a violin I'm... or fiddle or was it something like that or? Yeah, something like that. Well, it can be any. What what instrument would you like Bell to have? Because I don't think we ever really. Well, actually, you don't no, even have. Because I was. You don't even Wait, have what? to. Well, you don't even have to have an instrument. I'm just. I'm assuming that you would like an instrument, <laughs> as a bard. Yeah. I mean, I've been a mediocre bard at best, so it makes sense that I didn't have an instrument. That's fine. Uh, lucky for you, Ordal does. And, wow! Uh, yeah, he plays out, uh, he plays this little graduation song on his instrument, uh, on his swarm, or sham, I think it is, I forget how you pronunciate it, but it's basically like, um, this, it, it's basically an old tiny clarinet kind of thing, if that makes sense. Kind of what, like, uh, it's the instrument that snake charmers use to play, if that makes sense. Uh, okay. If you yep. get, the, get that picture in your head. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, so it kind of has, like, this clarinet sound to it. Portal plays this graduation song to it. And, oh my uh, god, you're Squidward! <laughs> also, I can't actually, I couldn't play if I'm, like, actually doing the graduation thing. That's true, that's true, too. Uh, but yeah, uh, Joseph leads Captain up to the makeshift stage front that you created on the quarter deck, and uh, you, you are standing there along with Opal, and <laughs> uh, Captain, you are led up to there, and you see Belle and Opal are standing there, with smiles on their face, thinking the whole situation is hilarious. Uh, What's going on? So, uh, in congratulations of your training being finished and you having a successful dinner party, I would like to present you with your graduation from etiquette school. You've got it. Oh my god, that's what this was. <laughs> Bet your ass it was. So this is why Joseph is sober now. 
podcasts. Uh, and, uh, you could, like, Nephis and Chance are in the crowd laughing, Marla's chuckling a bit, and, you know, Opal's just, like, smiling, shaking her head. Congratulations, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, you Appreciate it, Captain. Your hand at the face And thank you, Bell, for helping me out. You're welcome. I didn't get drunk. Yeah, yeah. Not, not only is it a graduation party for me, but it's actually a sober party for you, uh, <laughs> Bell. To be fair, I didn't drink. I just, I got very close. Oh no, that's a point. You stayed sober. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys. We're keeping Joseph away from the alcohol tonight. <laughs> he's 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 doing better with it, but. Uh, you guys enjoy the night, enjoying the food that Chance made. It wasn't as extravagantly delicious as uh, the meal that you had on the Nim's ear, but it's still a good home cooking, and you guys just enjoy the night, uh, joking, laughing, uh, watching Ordal, oh uh, getting a duel with Joseph. <laughs> oh my god, I thought we were going to see uh, Ordal break the fourth wall again. Has <laughs> like he gets drunk and he breaks the fourth wall. Oh yeah, he did that. He has done that. I forgot about that. Wait, when did he do that? I, yeah, uh, apparently uh, whenever he gets drunk, he breaks the fourth wall. I forgot when it was or what he said, but it was some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, he was actually looking up at the like the ceiling, and, and me and Joseph both looked up and were like, Wardle, who are you talking to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, Ordal and Joseph come to a duel, and Joseph wins. Joseph kind of embarrasses Ordal a little bit, trips him up, but, you know, it's all good fun, all in jest. You guys overall have a great night. Uh, yeah. I uh, wasn't sure if there's any Hooray. other particular things you want to do with this graduation ceremony or anything, but... Honestly, the funniest part was just keeping it from him and, like, telling him to, like, having him show up. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That, that was a fun... Uh, yeah. So, the rest of your trip to Volwind goes without too many notable hitches. Um, you do encounter some stormy weather, but it's nothing major. Um... And eventually you pull in to the harbor of Volvind. And I think that is a good place to leave this episode for now. And yep, uh, before we go, I just real quick want to say congratulations, guys. You have leveled up. Oh my god, finally! <laughs> I, it's like I did say... Uh, you, in order to counteract, like, you guys jumping straight to level 5, the next level up was going to take a bit longer. But you guys are now level 6. Oh, nice. Yes. Hooray! So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And hopefully Matt will be here with us next time. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to say anything to the crew, to the audience before we go? I don't think so. Uh, 
so. I mean, other than... Uh, yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. Uh, just hope you guys have enjoyed the episode, and I can't wait to see you guys in the next one. And, uh, Yay! Please like, review, subscribe, do all the things. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us whether or not you hate us. Tell us why you hate us, if you do, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, please at least give us constructive criticism if you're gonna criticize us. Yes, if you're going to uh, call us a bunch of uh, racial slurs, at least, you know, give us a reason. Okay, maybe not, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they... Pull, none, pull it back a little bit. Yeah. To, to be fair, none, they don't know our races. For all they know, That's we could all be black. Anyway, yeah, let's move on from this. Uh, we're not doing this anymore. Okay, I hope to God you cut that out. <laughs> now we're canceled. Please cut that out. I hope to God you cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it out. Uh, but yeah. Okay, good. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, we probably could have gotten away with it with uh, the part thing I said. You took it to a whole other level. <laughs> it's what I do best. <laughs> let's, let's stop. Yeah. Let's let us finish yeah. so we can... Yeah. yeah. Mess around after the fact. Yeah. Bye, guys. Uh, thank you again for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>